Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome back to Clickbait. I am so excited to be here with another episode. How are my lovely two co-hosts doing today? Oh, I'm just good. Wonderful. <laughs> good, 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 good. Great. Good to see you both. I am so excited to get into our episode today because we have lots of good stuff going on. We have some really good clickbait about long distance relationships, which I can definitely speak to. We have JLo's skincare routine, which we have been asking for years for her to drop. And then mm-hmm. lots of really good Bachelor Nation stuff. So not only do we have Bachelor-loving Lauren Zima on the podcast today, but we also were blessed with the announcement of the girls for Matt James season today. And I cannot wait to hear all of your thoughts because I have so much to say. So do I. I'm excited you? about it. Yes, he's got, a, he's got a solid group of girls. And I, uh, I have two that are my favorite right now. Okay, I cannot wait to get into this. But I'm not going to tease them all. Yeah, let, let's get into it because I'm into it. <laughs> okay. I know. I'm well, so excited. I, I, I'm excited too. I'm excited for all the, the beautiful ladies of color that's on here as well. Um, I know. They're gorgeous. Honestly, they are bringing it to us this season. But I mean, okay. So let's just get into it, I guess. Yeah. So Bachelor Clickbait is known for just being like, a thing we can actually count on. There's always something going on in Bachelor Nation. But the one thing I think that everybody gets excited for is the dropping of the cast photos and the bios and all that stuff. So if you don't already know that the cast announcement was made for the upcoming season today for The Bachelor, and um, if you want to go check those out, you can go to bachelornation.com. But we already looked at them, and we have decided slash predicted one girl from the list that we think Matt might end up with slash his top four. I'm yes. really, I think I'm right. I don't, I don't know who you guys picked, but I'm almost positive. I'm right. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. Okay. So here's, here's the rules. We only get to pick one. Okay. I, did you guys look, I hope you didn't look at any spoilers. Cause I didn't look at any spoilers. I'm basing. This I didn't on. either. Okay. I'm basing. <laughs> Are there spoilers? No. Are there spoilers? What? Well, if you start digging into the internet, you always find something. I guess so. You look for spoilers already, Joe. That's what you're telling us. This is a confession. (laughs) Because you're not allowed to look at spoilers because, Joe, we do this thing. Yes. Um, Okay. Okay. Spoilers. Okay. Okay. Okay, Good. I I will say this The Bachelor headshots, the Bachelorette headshots are always the worst. I hate mine. I absolutely hate mine. Um, But we have some good ones in this. We have some good ones. Not this season. And I'm basing, so I'm going to pick one girl. Okay. And I'm basing this off of her biopic and then the trailer for the show. 
Oh, smart. Jeez, you really like did some research. Okay. Smart. Yeah. Okay, let's get into it then. Uh, who, okay, you so who you got? Who you got? Who's gonna go first? That's Joe. I'm giving it to you. You guys, you want me to go first? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you you set it up so You're good. Correct. Yes, please. Okay, so I'm gonna throw an honorable mention out there, who I uh. don't think she's not my top four pick, but she has a very very pretty smile. Oh. I, ha- I have to mention, and I think she has the best headshot in my opinion is Brie from San Francisco. Great oh. smile. I, I, liked, I liked her in the trailer. She came out in the green dress. Very cute. I'm Wait, her. is that your pick? It's not my pick. Okay? All right. This is so a, you're just telling two. us she's pretty? Yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, just in case. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, my top four would be Serena P. from Toronto. Okay. Serena P. Did you see her? That's who you think. That's who you think's gonna win. Yeah, I think she's really, really pretty. Now I'm basing this. I mean, I'm basing this. Wait, Serena. P, Serena C. P. P. Is in Paul. Oh. There's a P. Yeah. There's a Serena P. She's from. She's from Toronto. She's very pretty. Um, oh she, yes. Oh yes. 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 Toronto like, girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Why? What? What is okay. it about her that like really just draws you? Why um, her? Well, I think she's I think she's really really attractive, mm-hmm. um, and I'm basing this pretty much off of looks because that's all I could do. I don't have anything else but a fucking paragraph, and I can't really go off of that. So if I'm gonna base it off of looks, um, she's got really nice skin. She's got she's I, I really like her hair. Uh, <laughs> Did you stalk her on Instagram yet? Listen, I I understand that this answer could be shallow, but (laughs) that's all I have to work with, okay? Okay, got you, got you. So, so Joe, it's really interesting that you mentioned Brie because she is my pick. She's my pick. Because, and I'm going off of, yes, the way that she looks, but also I'm going off of her bio because that's Mm -hmm. really all I have to go off of. Mm -hmm. I love that she's from a big city. She's from San Fran. uh, And, you know, Matt lives in New York. So I, I love that. I also love that her, it seems like her family is very important to her. She sounds like she was, she says it was, she was raised by her mom and her grandma, very strong yeah. women. Matt yeah. was also raised by his mom. You know, there's a big influence there. Um, I also love that she's like, it sounds like she's a badass. You know, she works hard um, from her bio says that she knows basically uh, the struggle so she knows how to work hard and a hard worker is someone who's just not going to be um you know who i think is going to keep him on his toes and i think yeah. matt might need someone to keep him on his toes so she's going to be like well i got stuff to do today what yeah. you know like she seems like she's a hustle and bustler and i i think he would probably really appreciate that especially being from new york and or living in new york and seeing that hustle mentality i i i like her i like i know i I like her a lot i think that okay so if i didn't pick who i picked i would have picked brie probably as well um Mm -hmm. just because i did like her but the fact that nothing was handed to her she said like she works for everything that she has in life and i could Yes. I don't know. I really like that. And I resonate with that. Yeah. Um, my, uh, oh, I'll say my honorable mention. My honorable mention is Piper and I really mm. like her. And I, and I 
I like her a lot, but when she said she doesn't like picnics and because she, she doesn't want to sit on the floor, I was like, ooh, you, ooh. you were you were almost there. You were almost, almost there. <laughs> yes, yes, almost. <laughs> okay, so my pick is Abigail. And mm. I think, I don't know. I don't know why I just get really good vibes from this girl's picture. I think she's just a sweetheart. She's so cute. Very sweet. Um, Very sweet. Right? Like, she yeah. just looks like she couldn't hurt a fly. And to be honest with you, I get the same vibes from Matt. Um, I feel like Matt is so like such a sweet nature. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they would look really good together. Um, but she's actually hearing impaired. And I don't think we've ever seen anything like that on the show before. And I think it's going to be a really cool um, journey to follow if that has like comes into play at all or like what conversations that they have. Um, And I think like because of that, her love languages might be different and the way you know what I mean? Like she just might see life a little differently. And I think that that's really, really cool. And I think, I don't know, she might bring a cool side out of him. But my honorable mention is Maggie. I think Maggie is dope. If you guys mm-hmm. don't know about Maggie, she's from Ethiopia. I don't know. She just has like so much to her that, again, is different. We've never seen before. And I just, mm-hmm. she, you know, I don't know. She stands out to yeah, me. Yeah, Maggie, I, really like her. Ma- I think when I just from looking at the pictures, Maggie 1000% stood out the most as far as just beautiful. She's yeah. gorgeous. Stunning. Gorgeous. Stunning. Gorgeous. gorgeous. But she's like pretty and she's super smart and and she's a go-getter i don't know she just mm-hmm. i don't know i just really like her i'm glad you guys dug deep because i i wanted to be more on the superficial level so I'm glad <laughs> we're on to do this but well we we are women do you guys think do you guys think people are too judgmental of contestants the first night uh yeah. i mean their their limo the limo yes the limo entrances, it's like some people who have like a shtick, I think either it's a good thing or a bad thing and, and right. but they stand out, right? So that's why I think the people who don't have a good shtick on the first night, like the, remember uh, like the straight jacket guy for Claire's season? Like, Jay, like he's the straight, he's the straight jacket guy. Like that's like, that's what people yeah. know him as on the first night, you know? Yeah, and, he, and he wore it the whole time too. The, the whole time. Actually, I was like, Jesus, take that yeah. thing off. Yeah, but that's exactly. the thing, though. I feel like if other people were put in that situation, they like could talk shit about it all they want on the comfort of their couch with mm-hmm. their wine in hand and their sweats doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But if they were ever put to like to do that, you know what I mean? Like they'd be shitting their in their pants as well. So I think everybody's very judgmental. Like I remember coming out of that limo and I was like, I was like, I lost, I blacked out. I didn't know what the hell to say. I was like, hi, I'm Tasha, and like, no, nothing else came out. So. Yeah. I know. No, I know. But here's the thing. I think that's also what's fun about the first episode is that people are watching it to be judgmental. It's kind of like part of it. Um, But yeah, I mean, I agree. Like that first night coming out of the limo, I mean, I clearly didn't do well because I I left the first night, which was horrifying. And um, I did the same. I mean, I I blacked out. I mean, when I went inside, I I remember walking inside and going to the bathroom and walking in the bathroom and looking in the mirror and going, Oh my God. Like, I can't fucking turn back. Like, like this, like, you know, like, you know, like when you're out at a bar and, and you have like whatever, you have too much to drink and you, yeah. you're like, Oh, I looked like an idiot last night. But then you're like, eh, everybody was drunk. No one really cares. No big deal. <laughs> this is like, fuck. So many people are going to see this shit. I can't turn back now. I don't know what I said. Um, but yeah, but I, I mean, 
the oh, night one for the girl. I was just gonna say the night one for the girls was also really great. You know, because I mean, I remember for me, or good or bad, I guess I don't know. I remember my first thought when I met Peter. I was just like tall, very t- like I did not think that he was that tall. At he's all. really tall in person. He's really tall. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, and like, yeah. So that was like my first like, oh, like you, I don't know. Then that's funny like, too because he doesn't look tall. No, like, he even, doesn't. Even see, if he I doesn't see seem him, like it. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's a tall guy, but yeah, he is tall. Cause I've he's met really him tall, yeah. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Night one, it's a lot easier said than done, I feel like. Yes. But also, yes. it's kind of fun because, like you said, it's fun to make the judgments and all that kind of stuff, but people, like, change and grow before your eyes throughout the entire season. Like, you might think someone's going to be the villain and then they completely change, and you know what I mean? It's it's just, mm-hmm. it is kind of fun in games. But okay. mm-hmm. and, and I can't wait. Know. And how about you, Tasha? Um, you had some people who redid your night, like your night ones, like yeah. you know, like you had. Well, it was four people that came for your night one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're that's a very surreal moment. Yeah. I don't know. It just it feels crazy, and I think like partly that is why I gave Spencer the first impression rose. I think because like I hadn't experienced that feeling, and then ha- having him like come out, and also he's like gorgeous, and mm-hmm. I was just like really my heart did kind of like skip a beat and i was like oh damn and then all of a sudden <laughs> you, you know do you think you were more nervous uh being a contestant or being the bachelor at the on your first being a contestant meet? yeah contestant right? hands down okay, hands so down you didn't feel that like blackout feeling like i'm freaking out when you were the lead or while you're the lead i think maybe night. in the limo maybe in the limo once i saw chris you know what I mean? Um, that kind of was like, oh shit, like this is actually happening. And mm-hmm. I think that was kind of like the scariest part. And then I walked in the room and like everything went away. Like I was like, this is, I, I'm telling you guys, I was like literally floating. Like this shit's on my best life. Like I was having the best time. <laughs> and I, and I wonder what that's going to be like for Matt because yeah. he's hasn't been on the other side Ever. like you have. So I'm sure he was probably just as nervous as the girls then. Wow. That's a great question, Joe. Wow. That's I, think, gonna think about. I think for Matt, it's going to make it, I think it's going to make it that much more, um, Interesting. Interesting and entertaining because, mm-hmm. and it's going to be raw. You know, he's never been through this yeah. experience. So I'm actually really excited to watch this season. But yeah, okay. So we got our pre picks. We yeah. got our pre picks. I'm Serena P. Uh, Tasha, you are Abigail. And Natasha, you are Bree from San Francisco. That's what we're doing. And they can mm-hmm. change. This is our pre season. Once the season starts, they may change. Okay, now let's get into uh, let's get into some articles because I was doing okay. some research, right? I was yeah. doing some research, and I don't want to just do celebrity, uh, you know, so just celebrity clickbait. I like actually looking at different articles too, and I found a, a good one in the New York Times. It's about yeah. long distance romance comes full circle. So this couple met while they were away at college. They were at Stanford. They met. They basically fell in love when they were 21, got jobs across the country, um, West Coast, East Coast, and they stayed together. They basically said, we're best friends. This is what we're doing. And they did this long distance relationship for years. And now they're together, married, living together, the whole thing. Um, I was in a long distance relationship or I wasn't in one, but I was debating if it was going to work. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I don't think I'm the type of guy that could do long distance. It's hard. About, I did it for three years. 
Three years? Mm. Really? In with college. Your, with, okay. Wow. My ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, yeah. So I was with him for six and a half, seven years, but th- the first three years were long distance because he had moved back home and I was still in college and I was a sophomore, I think. Did you guys meet in college? Yeah. We went to the same school together. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So but you, of course, you, we didn't start dating until he moved home. Mm. Oh, so Granted, you started, so you started the relationship long distance. Yeah, I actually we met each other in college, but we actually didn't start dating until he moved back home. So we did long distance for three years, and I will say it is not for everyone. And um, I don't know, long distance is hard. You have to be creative. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think it was easier? being younger opposed to as you get older like being, I think so. I'm assuming it's, it was probably like one of your first relationships right it was my first and I think that my first serious relationship and I think that at that time like you have less respons- responsibilities so you know what I mean like the only other thing that you're juggling is really like either school or like your job and friends so I feel like now I don't know. Like I couldn't leave every weekend like I was to like go visit somebody. You know what I mean? Or um, it's much easier at a younger age, I feel like. And what? that's my question to you, Joe. Uh, if you and Kendall were younger, do you think you would have actually tried the distance thing? Um, oh, shit. With age of factor. With age of factor. I just want to know. No, I mean we're 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 digging into past relationships here. Let's do it. Let's. Um, you know what? Oh God. Okay. Do you want to phrase that differently? No, no, no. I don't really. You know, like I never really talked about um, our breakup and our past relationship, and I don't want to get too deep into it. But um, Kendall had expressed to me that she would never want to live in Chicago. Like she just wouldn't. She mm-hmm. doesn't. She loves L.A. She doesn't want to leave L.A. That's her thing. For. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a hard time with that because, you know, if I'm living there, like yeah. I want, I need there to be that comp, that compromise needs to be open. And she did express at the beginning of our, at the beginning of our relationship, she would never want to do it. In my head, mm-hmm. I thought maybe that would change as time moved on, but she just would mm-hmm. never want to live in Chicago. So for me, that, you know, the, there's a line there where I'm just like, well, if you're not willing then I don't know because you never know what's going to happen in the future. And the mm-hmm. way I looked at it was, what am I doing in LA at the time? Like there was not really much for me to do there. I didn't want to be the guy that was on a reality show, just living right. off of, Oh, it was on the bachelor a year ago. Like, look at me. Yay. So I got mm-hmm. like, I, I needed something else. And, and yeah. So mm. if I was younger and wanted to really make a career in LA, yeah, but I, I think it was just the fact that she would never want to live in Chicago. Mm. So. See, so I, th- I feel like talking about, and I was actually just asked this, but um, talking about like where everybody like lives and like the your willingness to move for the other person is something that I don't think is really taken seriously in a relationship at times, especially in the beginning. Because it's just like, eh, whatever, we'll figure it out. But like, yeah. no. Like, as we get older, mm-hmm. that is something that is honestly a non-negotiable slash makes it or breaks it and um yeah so talking about this i definitely feel like at a younger age like i said the reason you have less responsibility it's less of like well no i have an established career here and i don't want to leave it you know what i mean or this is where my dreams are coming true you know 
And, yeah, and I, I don't I don't blame her either. Like I don't blame her for cause, I mean she was always open and said she never wanted to leave LA. So that yeah. was yeah. Really just It's not like that. she made it seem like it could be something else. Yeah. yeah so no, the honesty was there. So yeah. At least and, she was honest about it and you knew that, you know? Yeah. With that said, do we have any last words about the Well uh, No. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna. I was gonna say. I was gonna go on to my crazy, crazy clickbait that I have. That well, blew no, my on. mind. I do want to talk. I do want to. Um, before you go on, I do want to talk about it because I looked. I looked up a little more clickbait in this in this little article, and then we. I went down the rabbit hole, and Miley Cyrus says she has a lot of FaceTime sex. Okay, <laughs> which which goes hand in hand. Joe, you would be looking into Miley Cyrus's life. I can't with you. Well, let's have a little fun with it, right? Because <laughs> okay. if we are going to do long distance, yeah, like you know, you got to get off once in a while, especially as you know, even you know, younger or older. I mean, it, it's a thing. Yeah, would you? We do, love Miley. Would you do Facetime like sex with your, you know, partner? No, yeah. I don't think I personally I don't think distance has anything to do with FaceTime sex you know it's like I could just leave bae and be like boo what you uh, you missed me already <laughs> wait what do you mean distance doesn't yeah it has something to do with no it. I'm saying that I don't saying... need to be on distance to have FaceTime sex is what I'm trying to say oh okay <laughs> yeah yeah okay. what she what she is saying Joe yeah. <laughs> okay. well that's what okay. I mean <laughs> I uh, see, again, I have an answer of, well, I don't think I'd be dating someone that's far enough to where it's like, I can't see you as often as I need to see you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. just my answer. I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. I think what you people, I think I don't know. So it's a yes all around for FaceTime sex. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm gathering today. Yes, what we're gathering here today is that. No, yes, no. I, I, so I guess that's why I gave such a conservative answer. I just wouldn't. I, I don't know. I think that I, again, I take relationships really. And real time is better. I would get that self. Cool. Yeah. And real time is better. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, I am going to talk about my celebrity uh, clickbait that I was just like, what? Jaw dropping. What's happening here? J-Lo, finally, after all the many DMs that we've all sent her about dropping the skincare routine, (laughs) she finally did. And she said, olive oil is the reason why she looks as flawless as she does at, at 51 years old. Um, I, I, and she said she's never ever had uh, Botox before. She's never done Botox. So, as wait, wait, someone before who, you keep going, before you keep going, olive oil, when you say olive oil on her face or drinking it? <laughs> <laughs> is this like an inner, is this like going to kick in from inside? From inside she- out, Joe, from inside out. She puts it all over her body. Just imagine J-Lo lathered all in olive oil, drinking it, slathering it all over okay. her. Can you imagine that? You got that vision? Uh, Joe, that all was right, the yeah. cutest response you could have ever given. That was so <laughs> cute. You know, um, okay. it's just like if you like drink like I don't know like I don't know never mind, butter to say anything yeah exactly <laughs> butter you got you have better style or something like that that's so cute um no I it's olive oil on her face and okay. honestly J Lo is so influential that like if she did say that I feel like a ton of people now are gonna start putting olive oil over her face I got, but I do you right really here. believe that that's what it is because I like well, I might so- try it. 
I might dabble a night or two, but if I break out, I'm coming for her. Yes, yes. And I think, um, well, you know, it's so good, too, because she's dropping this this skincare line now. You know, she has this whole thing that's coming out. Her uh, and, and I think the bigger question is, there's a lot of celebrities. The Kardashians, they always talk about the Kardashians in this. They talk about Hailey Bieber. There, there's so many celebrities that uh, the the Hadids that are gorgeous and people are like, oh my gosh, they're so pretty. They can't look like this normally, right? So what have they been doing to their face? So do you guys think that it's important for celebrities to be transparent? Like I've done a little nip, I've done a little tuck. Y'all remember that show, Nip and Tuck? Um, <laughs> and, uh, or is, does it, is it anyone's business? Like, like to yeah. not say it or not? I don't think it's anybody's business, but I think that as being a person that so many people that like look up to especially young individuals i think like if you really do get a lot of work done like let's be real like don't because i mean i think we've all probably like compared ourselves to others at some point or another like why don't i look like that like why like this and that and this mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. joe i don't know if that's like a guy thing or if it's just strictly like for women but especially like the people that you're influencing, like, just be honest about it. I mean, but then I see the downside of doing that. Like, then maybe you're encouraging for girls to go get stuff done to themselves. I think it's a double-edged sword. I don't really know. Um, that I, sucks. I think, yeah, it's, it, I, I think it's part of the celebrity, right? I think it's part mm-hmm. of the celebrity of how they look and how do they look so good and, and all that. But if you are going to promote your own product or if you are going to put out your regimen of what you put on your face, then yeah, I think you should be honest. Honest, fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're right with that. Yeah. I think you're right with that statement. Yes, but yes. Money, I, I mean, money has... Go ahead, Natasha, you want to go? No, no, finish, oh. finish, please. No, I mean, money, money and having a lot of money and being a celebrity, you have access to so much. You have time, mm. you have... You're in places with better weather, you sp- probably get better sleep, you, you have... Uh, you know, there's just... <laughs> Maybe. You probably have better socks. Well, Your mean, underwear probably feels really They say more money, more problems. So. Uh, yeah, the, yes. I mean, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying she doesn't have stress, but you also have access to live a healthier lifestyle more easily. If you choose easily. to. Yes, yeah. if you choose to, because you have money. Mm-hmm. And, you have, and with money, you can buy better products and, and mm-hmm. go on vacation and do that. So, you know, I always put that in consideration. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I think if you're going to be a spokesperson or you have a, a, a skincare line or something like that, I think you should, at least I want to buy the stuff that says, hey, yeah, I've done a little bit. I've done a little Botox. I've done a little filler. I've done a little this. I've done a little that. But this is what's going to turn your skin inside out and make you feel and look great, you know, or wh- whatever. You know, this is what's going to revamp and replenish your actual skin. So with all this said, olive oil, maybe, uh, or Botox. Do we think... J-Lo has done the Botox or not? Yes or no? What do you think, Joe? I'm going to say she's done it at least once. Okay. Tasha? I'm going to say yes. Look, I want to believe my queen, so I'm going to say no, but I feel like she's done, but I'm going to say no because I trust her. You're going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to hit, I'm going to side with Joe here at least once. Not saying she There's does it no every day. Way she hasn't. She has done it. I changed I'm my t- answer. I'm t- <laughs> at least once. At least once. At least I once. We're calling bullshit on J Lo. We'll see. Yep. 
Yep, yep, yep. Um, but we love I you, JLo. We love you. Absolutely. <laughs> I also, I have a topic that I do want to talk to about you guys next time. So you'll just all have to tune into then because I have a weird thing that keeps happening every single day about multiple times a day. And I want you guys' input if that's happened to you. So I'm just dropping that there because it just happened I mean, that's right now. That's a cliffhanger. To fucking that's what we like to do, Bachelor Nation. Have you not seen any of my episodes? All right. Mm-hmm. All right. That, is true. that is true. It is time for our guest. Lauren Zima is a correspondent for Entertainment Tonight. She's also a host and the creator of Roses and Rosé. If you guys have not seen it, it is hilarious. And um, I don't know. I love her because of that show, to be honest with you. But now she is even dating our godfather of love, Chris Harrison. So she's basically family with all of us. So please welcome Lauren Zima on Clickbait. Lauren, I am so excited to have you here today. Welcome to the show. How are you, first off? I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. This feels like a reunion. I don't know. I haven't gotten to talk to Joe and Natasha for a while. Tasha, we've talked more recently, but I don't know. Are we at a paradise tell-all? What's happening here? Great. Yeah, the, roles are, the roles are reversed, Lauren. I know. Okay. Are you, are you nervous at all? You shouldn't be, but are you nervous? Well, now I am. I don't know. Is Joe going to grill me? Joe, are you going to ask me about my favorite foods and test me since we're both from Chicago? I don't know. I am. I'm going oh, to see how long till the accent actually gets pulled out of you. <laughs> I know it's coming. Um, what? Let me, let me get a little nasally. That is um, so funny. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me, you cool. guys. Um, of course. Yeah. We know I, that you're a huge fan of Bachelor Nation, obviously. Yes. And you have a hilarious show called Roses and Rosé, which I already told people if they have not seen, they need to go see because it, it, it is hilarious. We need to know your thoughts on what's happening on the current season right now because we know you have some opinions and I know you're watching. So give us a lowdown. Uh-huh. Yes. Tell right, well, us what you're thinking. You know what? First, I need to know, Tasha, have you, and you can be honest, have you watched like the most recent episode of Roses and Rosé? Have you seen anything I've said about it? No, I have not okay, watched the okay. most recent one. It's okay. So uh, that that's good to. I mean, I've just been singing your praises and girl crushing <laughs> on you. So it's actually watch them. It's actually a little relieving because this would be awkward. I'd be like, you didn't see where I talked about how beautiful you are for ten minutes. Is that okay? Cool, great. Um, yeah. So I actually now I feel better. Uh, this is good. Um, okay, good. My thoughts on the current season. This is so interesting to just straight up tell you, but I suppose I always do it. It's just never usually recorded. Um, Um, Right. (laughs) I don't you know, my general thoughts are that we've never had a group of men open up and be this raw and emotional and real on the show in its entire history. The stories that they are sharing, the personal struggles they're opening up about and and normalizing um, for this nationally televised audience are right. Really, really impressive. And I raise my glasses to them. And my prediction, because here's what I think is coming together. These guys, yeah. they're mature. As you've said, you got a group of men here, okay? I do. They yeah. are ready. They are emotional. And they're not afraid to share those emotions. Then we got a little girl named Tasha. <laughs> Tasha knows what she wants. Tasha uh, yeah. isn't messing around. And Tasha is also an amazing listener, gorgeous, kind, like who wouldn't fall in love with her? So what I'm predicting for the end of this is like an emotional bloodbath of tears. I don't know how anybody walks away unscathed here. I think hearts are broken here in ways that we've not seen before. So Taisha, let me gauge your reaction to that. What happens? (laughs) I honestly, I will say, I think you're on the right path because I, for several weeks, I was like, can I just leave with 
all of you. Like, I can't possibly make a decision at this point because I love things about you, 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 you. Like, let's just take this from Palm Springs and go to my house. Like, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Piggybacking off what you just said of, like, the emotions. Did you, watching this last episode, did you feel when the lie detector test thing happened and they asked, are you in love with with multiple men? And they panned to Zach and he, like, had those... (laughs) He had that look like what? And then he had that whole like breakdown when 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 Jojo came in. I was like, oh, honey. Oh, my God. All the way love. You guys. Taisha, when Zach sat down to take that lie detector test, he was like staring into your soul. I'm like, this guy is not going to he's not going to tell a lie. No, no, no. He doesn't want to screw this up. (laughs) Let's talk about Zach crying in the middle of the day i mean okay we see the tears happen on the dates our boy zach broke down midday about making his parents happy and wanting them to see him happy with you like uh, joe i don't know as i guess give me your thoughts as a guy who's been on the show joe yes when zach's crying at noon uh, on a a tuesday i don't know (laughs) okay all right i you know what i I appreciate you (laughs) gearing that question towards me i so (laughs) There's nothing wrong with a man crying. Of course. No. Like, love it. There's nothing yes, wrong we with love it. it. And we're opening up this season and that's how it, you know, that's how it's going down. Now, me personally, uh, I wouldn't want to cry on the show. That's just that's just who I am. I would not want to open up like that on the show. I don't think, yeah. So, I mean, they're emotional and you could tell it's getting to them and I appreciate it. I mean, it's, it's entertaining TV mm-hmm. and you're actually getting to, I really do feel like you're getting to know these guys and it's probably like the first time I've ever seen it this soon in a season. Cause it seems like you, you get that like around the final four, but we're really seeing it like the past couple episodes. These guys are just airing it all out. The one guy's <laughs> walking around fucking naked. I don't know what's going on. on this thing. Nisha, did you get the sense? Do you think it was in part affected by that when the guys had Claire, they really weren't talked to or, you know, they, they didn't get that time. So were they like really ready to dig in with you? I mean, you are an amazing listener and you're so good to talk to, but was that part of it? I think it Okay, so I've been saying this quite a bit. I think like 2020 had a huge effect on a lot of people in multiple ways, obviously. But I think it also plays into the men being so vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like we've had months, and by we, I mean everyone, of like non-interaction with humans like that we normally do have. And, you know, in a normal setting, it's kind of nice to have like your own like, I don't know, 25 minutes at home and never want to see anybody, don't want to talk to anybody. But at this point, everyone's like, I want attention i want you know like physical touch i want to be vulnerable with somebody and i think like that came into play because i was shocked clearly i started crying once ben got naked um that like they were willing to be by the way when have you ever said that sentence i started crying once he got naked (laughs) (laughs) i mean what a moment what a moment it's like it's a good thing it's a compliment if if you are if you are listening to the podcast But what I'm saying is just like, it was so raw and real. And like, these guys really like pulled back some layers. But I will mm-hmm. say when Zach did start crying, I was like, what is exactly happening here? Like, these guys are really in their feels. Like I was, yeah. it's funny because I don't know anything that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I'm Lauren. Oh, go ahead, Natasha. Oh. Sorry. Oh, well, I was going to ask you, we always ask people when they come on the show, when did they actually fall for the franchise? Like, when did you actually fall in love? And when did you start watching it faithfully? Because it's been on for so long. Some people yes. are like, oh. So for you, when was it 
for you that you were like, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm yeah, starting a well, show. Right. And I mean, and I sit here saying, I think this is the most raw and real. And I have to say, maybe it was in the early seasons and I wasn't a watcher because like when mm. I do my show Roses and Rosé, sometimes I'll be like, is this the first time Bachelor Historians let me know? Because I started watching dabbling around Chris Souls this season mm. and then I got like really committed in like Ali Fedotowski's and I, well, maybe that was hers was before his, um, but around Caitlin's and Ben's seasons, like I'm really kind of a newer 100% I'm watching every episode. Same. Person, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I will say my reference points, I don't know. There might've been an earlier on season where these dudes were like back in the day when the guys were typically older, when they dug in, I get the sense from Zach that he is, especially when he talked about making his parents happy, like, and how the show had made him realize he was ready for marriage. I get the sense from Zach that the show is, like he's someone who's obviously, you know, had, has dealt with addiction and talked to you about that. And um, I think, I mean, I guess I know from personal experience, from from knowing people who've gone through that, that when you get sober, that brings up emotions that you didn't right. face before. And then I think also like he's now having a new experience of that with really talking about things on the show. That's the sense right. I get. So it's been quite powerful to watch. I kind of feel like these dudes are all into you and it's just going to be honestly about like who you're into at the end of the day because I'm like, they've fallen. They've fallen I'm hard. telling you, just <laughs> yes. keep watching because you are, when I say like it's going to end unexpectedly or it's just going to be very unexpected, it's, it's, it's kind of a mess. So oh just gosh. wait, just wait. <laughs> but that's enough about me because yeah. we still have a lot to watch. Lauren, I ask you one question, Tasha. Yeah. How... Well, I don't, okay, I just have to ask. Here's the thing. <laughs> ben, I keep calling him Captain America. I mean, dude is like tall, <laughs> handsome, fit. Like, and when he's kissing you and he's grabbing your face, like, is Ben, how good of a kisser is Ben? Can you just tell me? <laughs> I get this I question get her burning so question. Much. I'm going to give mine up to Lauren. Lauren, we get to ask burning questions these episodes. So there you go. You got to answer it now, Tasha. You got to answer it. <laughs> He's a really good kisser. So there you go. There we go. Like really good. Thank you. Yeah. Like so. Like top four good kisser. The best kisser? Question mark. I mean, oh. you know, this is really funny because Ellen just asked me this yesterday. Oh. And I actually I couldn't narrow it down. I I, I said there was four top kissers, and that would be um Ben. Was one of them, mm -hmm. Blake, surprisingly, mm. which oh. she was very surprised uh -huh. by. Left field. I keep yeah. forgetting Blake's even on the show at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he made a, Zach, a claim, and Brendan. Zach, ah. Brendan, those four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I will say every time I see you and Brendan sitting down, it's like you're leaning in. To, you're ready to kiss it's him. So like bad. you're just like, come here, come here. Look, I, I don't all even right, want to say that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna save Tasha right now. Let's push Bachelor yeah, yeah, cues yeah. and all the Let's Bachelor stuff to the side right to, now. We're gonna switch to Matt. Yeah, I want to ask you, Lauren. I want to ask you a question because you're from Chicago. We all know you cover the Bachelor, but what made you want to get into entertainment journalism? You know, I have always felt really blessed because I've always known like what I love to do. I loved um, from a very young age acting and writing. Like I did my school plays and community plays and I was always great in English class. And then in high school, I started doing like school newspaper and um, all that stuff. And it just kind of kept growing. I knew what I loved. Um, and I think entertainment journalism like became evident to me that it was the perfect marriage of those things. You know, I could yeah. 
um, like be performative, especially doing broadcasts, but also like get into people's stories, which I love to learn about. And um, doing Roses and Rosé has really been the peak because I can like report on and talk about this great franchise and also like get paid to drink at work and act an idiot and like be really funny. So it's, uh, it's yes, really, it's, so it's, it's all coming together here, Joe. <laughs> yes. You know where I interned? The Daily Herald in China. No way. Back in the day. But when I say internship, it was like a thing that I think they did for like sixth or seventh graders. And I was really little and they like called it an internship. Um, but that was my first newspaper experience. So let's throw it up to our hometown paper. There you go. Wow. So, I am also to, from Chicago. You are? Way, Wait, Lauren, look at that. What? So mm-hmm. when you moved to California, Lauren, was it easy to get it? Like, were you, were you already in? Did you already work with Entertainment mm. Tonight? What was no, deal? no. So I graduated in 2009, which, um, you know, we're going through an unprecedented uh, pandemic and economic moment right now. But that back then it was the Great Recession. Remember, yes. kids? Yeah. Remember Y2K? Yes. Um, the, ha- <laughs> so, the housing market. Uh, yes, it's a little great delayed. Yes. So I ended up... Um, like everybody was saying, you're not going to get a job. So I ended up staying an extra year at school and my university of Missouri had this great program where like with a certain level of grades, you could get your master's degree um, for free in a year. So I did that. And that kind of got me into broadcast journalism because I'd been doing more writing in my undergrad. And then even still, I like could not get a job. So the, the only thing wow. I was able to get was an internship at Variety. And I really wanted to get to LA because I'd sort of felt like I could do all I could do in school. I was like, I can't get a, a doctorate in journalism. I got to get the fuck out of here. You know, like yeah. ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to begin my life. Um, so I moved to LA with an internship, a little, some money I'd saved. And I slept on the couch of a friend of a friend and I knew no one. Um, wow. And it was like, I would go, I was doing a lot of improv comedy at the time. So I would go to the improv theaters by myself and watch a show. And then afterwards go up to people and be like, I don't have any friends. How are you? <laughs> no, you did no, not. I love that about you. I well, love that. Thank you. You're it's literally very- speaking life into me right now. I literally did the exact same thing. Yes? I, I came here on an internship with Paramount. Literally the same exact thing. Why have we so we crazy? Talk about this one, Natasha. Yeah, I didn't we'll get have to interview we'll you for our season. Yeah, we'll have to offer well, on that. Let me ask you so this. Crazy. Was it as hard or not as hard or harder than you thought it would be? It was, you mean moving yes. across Doing the country? Yes, yes. Oh, it was definitely hard, but not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Okay. What made it like good? Like what advice would you give to someone doing it? You have to just go. LA is the only place I will say you have to be there to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else is like, people are like, oh, I'll find a job. I'll do this. I'll, yeah. you know, I'll get the job and then I'll move. LA, like you said, you went up to people and you made friends and like, you kind of have to be in this city to do that. Right. Yeah. Like that, that's how I feel about this particular city more than any other city. I will Definitely. say every job I've ever gotten has been from knowing someone or like, uh, you know, having met them even versus like applying for something online. And I tell people that all the time. It's all about relationships. Like you're probably not going to get the job of your dreams sitting on your couch at home. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, probably not. Probably not. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I, you, you know what? In today's day and age, it's like turn that, you know, I don't know. You could turn your camera around and your show is I'm sitting on my couch at home and you could make it. But yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I think you build and grow from connections. connections are very important do you think you should focus on the job of your dreams or just go for it and be open to what happens 
Uh, oh, like try everything versus like focus on the one thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I hate to like, I, I think there's a medium between like, I do think people should have a focus, but, um, I think it's about, you know, stay open because my focus at first was on writing and my mom, you know, moms are always right. She was like, yeah. you, how can you've got to be on camera, be on camera. I'm like, no mom, I want to write. I was so wrong. Um, <laughs> so be open, but like, I do think that that focus is critical. And I think that it's about finding your own spin on what you love. Like people, you know, people tell me all the time, I want to get into entertainment journalism. And I'm like, okay, what do you have to say about it? Right. In way, you know, or, or what's your take on it? Cause that's really what matters. Right. Um, that's mm-hmm. what people connect to. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't know back when I like moved to LA and I was actually doing a writing internship for variety. I, I asked them, I was like, can I like, do stuff on camera? And I was trying to get them into it. Um, I, I just kept pushing and like, I was working like two jobs and interning at three comedy theaters and like meeting people as much as I could. And it was lonelier than I thought it would be. I felt like I had a lot of acquaintances, but no close friends. Like you right. know, you're from the Midwest, you want your people. Um, but I like, again, everything that I've gotten has been because I met somebody like I, I would not be here without like going out and, and um, sitting by myself alone at comedy shows. So <laughs> I really recommend yes. that as a tactic. They yeah. really shaped you and like being able to like, even like when you come on to the show and interview us as like contestants and stuff like that, I feel like it, it makes you, you're super adaptable and you can relate to everybody. You know what, you know I, what I mean? Oh, thank you for saying that. I tell everybody take an improv comedy class and yeah. I mean, you could be mm-hmm. like, whether you want to get into uh, like for interviewing, it's great because improv is all about you make everything up on the spot. So it's like, mm-hmm. you really got to listen to what someone says and then respond to it. But also it helps you like get out of your fear of public speaking. Like I did my improv comedy group in college and I would, we did it like in like the student union, you know, so we didn't have any lights or anything. And like 200 people came every week. But if you made a joke and it wasn't funny, you saw every face staring back at you. Oh God. And it really made me unafraid. So now I'm just like, well, you didn't think that was funny. Hang on. I don't know. (laughs) Well, you're very funny. You're very funny. Yeah, you are hilarious. And would you say that like um, Roses and Rosé is more of like, your fun like outlet because i feel oh, like you know what i mean because you have like et as being your entertainment journalism like side and i feel like rose and rose is more more like your theatrical like completely your creative yeah yeah your creative mm-hmm. side yes chris harrison watches every episode which is very sweet sometimes i'll call him and he'll be like oh you just interrupted me i was in the middle of watching but he will say <laughs> he's like he'll be like you really got loud this week. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's tough. <laughs> I'm not like that at home all the time. He's like, you hit some some vocal notes that I didn't know you were uh, capable of. I'm like, the fact yes. that you just called him Chris Harrison makes me laugh. Do you guys it's call him that? People think it's so. I can't not call him that. It's I like call him Chris sexy, Harrison, but like, right? Like Carrie, I call him big. I don't know. I can't not call him Chris Harrison. I don't know. We call him. We, I call. I call him Papa Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he played. He played Peter's dad in my season and one of the episodes. Oh yes, on your soap opera, your telenovela date. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. It was so good. So good. Well, Wait, Joe, Joe, what do you call him? I Daddy? call him um, Daddy. Daddy? Chris. <laughs> Chris or Mr. Harrison, but you know, I, here's the thing, Lauren. I don't want to pry. I don't want to get into your personal, Mr. Inf- Harrison. you know, your personal 
life, but at the same time, I do. Of so. course. <laughs> I want to say, I How gave this you happen? guys' personal lives always. So this feels yes. clear. This, can, so can, this I ask you, can I ask you, how did you and Chris start dating? Like, how did that go down? Yes. Well, you know, I interviewed him for years, and it was just, like, truly platonic. Like, I'm like, I'm doing my job. Like, I got to, I mean, I, sometimes my friends from college would be like, was Chris Harrison as handsome in real life as he seems? Like, they're sending me a text. So I'm like, he's fine. I, I don't know. He's like, really, really, truly, that's what you would say. 100%. Cause I was so focused on like, ladies do everybody do your right. job. I was like, I'm here right. for my job, you know? And yeah, yeah. he's yeah. such a great interview. I knew I'd get good sound bites from him. So I was always like, I got to get a great headline out of this Chris Harrison interview. And mm-hmm. he told me later that, um, he would get nervous because I always asked the hard questions, which I really appreciated. That's so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, one day we were like, we, I, God, I don't know if it was, no, it wouldn't have been your pair. It was somebody's paradise tell. I forget what season it was. And hmm. we um, ran into each other at craft services and had what we called like our first human conversation. Like for the first time we were not talking in this interview setting. I and saw I, that. You I saw it? I, I <laughs> I was I, I think it was my paradise because I think up. I picked up on that I think I saw because I remember being in the room and just you know being nervous and overthinking everything and then seeing you and Chris Harrison talking and I don't know and you I felt really the vibes oh my god really but I feel like I, I feel like that happened <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and look this up now. I'm wondering this. Okay, I gotta do the math on this. No wonder he asked. Like he he um, saw it from the beginning, from the get go. I did. Yes, love because I'm wondering. I'm wondering, Lauren, how were those Facetime calls when he was in the bubble? Was oh he my like god, by the pool? Like he was like. I mean, Tasha, you know, I think for yeah. him, it, he it was so freaking hot there. I've actually never seen him so. The man literally doesn't sweat. And he would say, it is, we are on the surface of the sun here. It is. <laughs> and so I keep hot. thinking about that with the wardrobe you guys are wearing. Like this week you had that gorgeous big white dress on, but it had like a short to it and it was strapless. And I was thinking, is that because she's like, I'm so fucking hot. I want to wear a dress, but I'm so hot. Fun fact, that's the inspiration behind my promo outfit. That's right. the dress I wanted to wear my night one because you can take mm. off the skirt and it's actually a romper. And I was fighting for me to wear that. And they said, yeah. no, this is not a fashion show. And I said, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, but you know, perfect that you wore this episode because, honey, look, Bennett was stressing her out. She took that thing off. She was saying it was on one minute and then it was off the next minute. I was oh like, oh, okay. shit. <laughs> can we talk? I don't, can we talk for one moment about Bennett's about Bennett. return? Well, here's the thing. Sure. I had never, people I know have compared Bennett to like the Christian Bale character in in American Psycho. Like I think just in comedically, obviously he's not a killer. We love Bennett, you know? Right, right. When he came back to you on this episode, some of the stuff he was saying and in the tone he was saying it, like I think he said, I am deadly serious about you. And I was like, oh, shit, Bennett. What? (laughs) Like he walked into your room and he said, it smells great in here. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. you, guys, I, you saw like i was taken by like done. surprise like i like, were the door hit me and i was like wh- i was the last person i expected to see at my door it's so it took a turn 
but, but yeah, yeah, we do this podcast and I was like, Tasha, oh my, I feel for you so much more now when I watch this show. It was intense. It was intense. He's very intentional with his words and he like stares into your soul. I mean, granted, I love Bennett. I think he's, I, I, I adore him. I think he's a great guy. So all that aside, I was still like, are you the American like, psycho? <laughs> Are you him? Should I be concerned? But there's a camera guy always with me, so I was like, good to go. You didn't know? But, I mean, yeah. he showed up on your doorstep in the middle of the night, told you he was deadly serious about you, and he loved the way your room smelled. I was like, run, run, Tasha, run. I don't know. Get out. Get out. Right, okay, this, is getting, uh, this is getting a little listen, too dark. We gotta play you're, a game. Yeah, no, play no. A game. You're asking We're turning a, the tables. Like, a lot of questions about me being the Bachelorette, so I actually have a little game for us to play. Okay, oh, so fun. Yes, spirit of the bachelor world um we're gonna ask you several questions okay and we're gonna reverse roles you're actually gonna be the bachelorette oh as well as a cast member and oh, so we're gonna really? ask you questions and i want you to see i want i just want to get your answer as to how it would go in your eyes okay, okay. so much okay. fun so much fun so here's how we're going to play we're going to be asking you a series of questions where you will have to answer them um, from the perspective of being Lauren Zima, the bachelorette or Lauren Zima, the cast member. Okay. The contestant. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> As you shouldn't be. Okay. Right. So question number one, I'm going to ask it and then Natasha and Joe will take it from there. Um, okay. You have just been announced the bachelorette. What does your promo look like? What song is playing? What's the tagline of your poster? Paint the picture for me. Oh gosh. Okay. Wow. The full. Um. The full, the full deal. <laughs> the full PR package. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, I think if I was the Bachelorette, it would be because I've been like so focused on my career that it's mm. like finally time for me to find love. Like I've been killing it. I've been you know <laughs> out here doing my thing. Mm-hmm. So song. Let's go independent is it woman or women by destiny's child i never remember do you know what i'm talking uh, about like uh, yeah independent yes. woman yes woman woman all woman. the ladies who independent throw your hands up at oh, me oh i love yes. that yes uh, i buy my own diamonds and i buy my own rings that would be the little <laughs> clip that's yes. my song i love that independent woman part one that's just from the charlie's angel soundtrack another throwback for all you millennials out there <laughs> um <laughs> And then my tagline, let's stick with that, but let's make it a little fun, a little sexy. She's been in her career building her brand, so now she is open for business. <laughs> oh, oh my God, you are good at this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Just kidding. I'm subscribing to that, okay? I will tell you right now. Because it's like business, like also, you know, Business. Do you business. Think, you get it? Yeah, yeah. Do I have to explain yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Thank okay, you so, for the approval. Yeah, that, that was one's, good. Yeah. Sign them. Sign them up, ABC. Um. Okay. So now you're a contestant. Okay. Chris Harrison is our bachelor. Oh. And you're on shit. his season. <laughs> get ready. Yep, he's our bachelor. You're a contestant. What does your limo entrance look like? Are you doing any gimmicks? Is there costumes? Oh. What's your line when you get out? What are you going to say? Come on, are you, you wearing? guys have had to talk who, about this. Who are you wearing? You know who what? I would, yeah. I think if Chris Harrison's The Bachelor, I just have to like play it for real. Like as if 
like as if we wound up at the same result we're at now, but we went down a different path. So it would be like, you know how like um, on Nick Vial season, that woman who he like met at the wedding, I think it was Liz, showed up on night one and they had like hooked up before. <laughs> I think I'd have to show up. If Chris Harrison is Bachelor, I have to show up and it's like, I get out of the limo and he's like, oh shit, I know her. Oh shit. Like, yeah, we hadn't dated before, but I'd just be like, I've interviewed you for years and I always had a secret crush on you. And like, now I'm here to get the real answers to my questions. <laughs> oh my God, I just got hot. This is amazing. Chrissy's This is so good. We should role play this. This is a good idea. And I have to like, I like roll out the red carpet. I'm like, come with my microphone. And I'm like, okay, it's time for a sit down. <laughs> oh my God, I yes. love this. This is a good game. So crap, good. why didn't we do this? That's, a, that's yes, way better than the craft services story. Dang it. <laughs> I got to go back. Rewind time. Take me back 2020. I got to fix this. I just came up with some, this is a way better narrative. Okay. Literally. This is good. All right, Lauren. Okay. You ready for me? Oh, oh, there's more. Oh, God. There's more. There's oh, a, yeah. There's we're just getting started. Oh, my God. There's a lot more. We're, we're getting into it. Okay. okay. You've oh, made honey, it, you, you've in the made world. it past night one, which okay. isn't the easiest thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Joe would know. You are it's now okay, going Joe. on a group date. Which five women from Bachelor Nation do you want on the date with you? And you can't choose these two. Oh, I can't. Okay. No. Um, no. Well, I think I will say every time anybody's ever asked me, would you go on the show? I think the hard thing for me is I really, I really would want to be like, I'm because I love like female friendships. So I'm like, I would want to go on the show and like make friends and travel. I really would. Um, so I guess I'm just going to pick, if I can't pick these two, I'm going to pick the other women who I love in the franchise. Uh, five, Caitlin Bristow, Jojo Fletcher, Becca Kufrin. Um, um, I'm, this is like hard because I'm like, like, oh, uh, Raven Gates. I love Raven. Oh, that's uh, fun. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let's get Rachel Lindsay in there. I like, yes, this is, yes, great. Okay, cool. This yes. is fun. Okay, yes. cool. All right. Yes. All leads except for Raven. Way love to go, Raven. Raven. Way to go. Mm-hmm. She's a good one. I'm just okay. thinking people I want to drink tequila with. <laughs> that sounds like, honestly, Yes, I agree with you. You have to, you have to have a good time. I poured a glass of or, or white wine. Is this? Yes, oh. Sauvignon Blanc for you in honor will, of you today. Oh, crisp, crisp! I will say, Rachel oh. and uh, Becca are very great drinking partners. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. I mean, okay. Let's see. You got the group date, Rose. Fast forward to the next week, and Chris Harrison is taking you on a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Which date is he going to be choosing? A private jet to Italy for dinner. Oh. ATVing across the forest of Costa Rica. Yikes. Netflix and chill at the El Presidente Suite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Looking to call With a good bottle of wine and takeout. I have my idea of what this would be. I want to know what you're thinking. Is this what I would choose or what he would choose for me? Which date is he choosing to take you or on? Or me. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think if it's our first one-on-one... He's doing the jet to Italy because, like, he's mm. that guy. You know, absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. I agree. He just is that guy. Like, he's the. I don't know. He's never not lived up to the completely. And the thing is, it's not in a cheesy way or a fake way. I just he is the person who like wants you to feel loved and wants you mm-hmm. to feel made special um so he yeah he's that person he's like an old school hollywood guy too you know he shows up in a suit with a great watch on and he's like let's make a night of it 
No, oh, so cute. Maybe he's learned he a thing or two Chris. from watching all of our relationships. I mean, or something, you know? he's had a lot <laughs> of years of it. He's, I've got a master's degree. He's got like ten doctorates in love. You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we have been a few weeks into this journey. You are a bachelorette, and it's a few weeks into your journey. Are we pulling a Claire? And calling it and going because we know who we want. No, or are we are are we are we really taking our time? Are we taking it slow? Are we feeling it out? Are we trying to bring ten men to the fantasy suite? Yes. Um. No. I mean, there's a quick answer to that I I just answered as quickly as when Claire answered, "What's next, baby?" Um. <laughs> uh, no, and it's not because. <laughs> it's just not for me. You know, like yeah. I think when you, when I watched Claire and Dale, Claire seems like such a spiritual person and like, she's really instinctive and goes with her gut. Like I totally understood how knowing that Dale was the one for her was the way that she like sees the world, you know, like she, yeah, she right. felt it. I would be more, um, I'm just more like, I really believe in like time and that you've got to have a lot of experiences of, of like, you know, I mean, it's what I've gone through too. I've like gone through some big stuff in my life where I've learned like, you don't know what life's going to throw at you. So I need to see what, how that person's going to interact in every moment. Um, and this advice my dad gave me always sticks with me, which is life gives you tons of different seasons and you have to find someone to weather them all with. Um, so mm, that's what that. sticks with me. Yes. Mm, but yeah also if you have your crystals by your side and you know what you want then do it all right lauren we're almost done we're at your hometown tell us where you're going what you're what you're seeing and what is your hometown date you're taking chris on Oh, wow. It's like, Joe, why was my first instinct Portillo's? I'm like, let's I knew that was the chocolate video. cake. <laughs> chocolate cake, cheesy fries. Yes. Really out of Dips. it. I've never been to Chicago. I need to go, okay? You gotta this go. Is... Oh, the you chocolate cake. that Italian sausage. That's my first instinct, but I will say, um, gosh, I also like feel that someone needs to be you know what I would do? I would tell my mom to plan the whole date and be like, let's let my mom take me on a journey because we need to see if you can handle Donna Zima. And oh, that's what I would do. Have the parents okay. ever planned the dates? Let's make it happen. <gasps> let's go, that'd Donna. Kind of a fun twist, to be honest with you. That'd be kind of fun. Thank you. Let's let's come up with some stuff. I don't know if it would be very romantic, but it would be more so like an embarrassing <laughs> kind of like fun kind of date, you know? I don't know. Some yeah. parents, I feel like Barb would be like, go make me a grandbaby right now. And it actually, be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she would, I like, I would not be surprised if Barb did that. So I, I don't know. We don't know what, what it could hold from the parents. You know what? That being True. said, we're going to go ahead yeah. and skip over the fantasy suites. Okay. Cause okay. we appreciate the sportsmanship, but we're just like, not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> but let's Keep see. The door We've made it. Yeah, we got it. Um, <laughs> We've made it past the fantasy suites and we're now at the final stop of the journey. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're about to receive the final rose. What is your ideal location? A, the Maldives. Oh. B, the Gold Coast of Australia. Mm. Or C, the Bachelor Mansion. (laughs) Your face. Clearly not the Bachelor Mansion. (laughs) It's going to be a no for me on the mansion, all my love, yeah. currently available on Airbnb, right? Um, but yeah. it feels a little too typical. Just a little bit. 
Gosh, I guess, so I have to pick between those. Okay. Um, I, well, I suppose in this moment, I'm hoping my final rose is coming from Chris Harrison. So I will say Australia because we went there together. So it would be a very meaningful place to go back to. If it was a mystery person and we're in an alternate reality, I'll say the Maldives because that feels like sexier i don't know you guys just thought about how you guys don't get to choose that's yeah crazy no you just kind of go with the flow okay you You could choose if you could choose yeah yeah what about a location if you could Um, if i could choose i would choose uh oh napa in a hot second yeah because i mean i just like it's all the things i love it's wine it's wine Mm -hmm. and it's wine and (laughs) i love cheers and um you can't have a bad time there you know it's like beautiful california weather great food kind people culture wine and um again if it was chris harrison that's a very special place to us so i'm gonna say napa and joe thank you for asking me you got it. You get to choose. here. You get see, to choose. Tasha, see, if I was if I was the bachelor, that's how I would do it. I would I would ask, where do you want to go? <laughs> where, where do you want to go, baby? Where do you, like, you want to go? Maybe you should just pass on Joe. I'm old school like Chris Harris. <laughs> yeah, I love Fire it. Up the jet, baby. Let's go. I over. love it. <laughs> All right, Lauren. That's well, so this thank has you been so much. A lot of fun. So I'm fun. so happy that we were able to reverse the roles. And interview you for once. I'm yeah. my armpits are sweating, you guys. So are mine. <laughs> yeah. No, these <laughs> are weird. <laughs> <great. laughs> this whole time Joe's been like, crap, we can't take this too far. Hold on. She can't <laughs> you know what? Joe's like wrangling all of us because he's thinking both Lauren can't ask too invasive of a question of Tasha and we can't go too crazy asking questions about Chris Harrison. The tension on Joe's face, he is just holding it. He's smile. treading lightly. <laughs> he wears it. Very he methodical. wears it so well. He really does. He has it's to so ring us funny. in all the time, Lauren. Because uh, me and Tasha, we're like, uh, we're like, oh, thank you, Joe. Thanks oh for the save, Joe. So, you know, as I exit here, uh, Tasha, who do you choose? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Lauren. We got to go. The episode has to be cut. Okay, I'm so okay. sorry. <laughs> I'm just static. kidding. You know what? I'm going to ask you this. Cut it if you guys want. It's your podcast. Because I am yes. curious to know. Like I said, it's been a season of like emotional moments, uh, nonstop, amazing moments yeah. to watch. What was the most emotional moment for you so far? Wh- whichever guy it was with, whatever tears were shed or not, what was the most intense emotional moment for you on the season up to this point? Up to this point. Um, I re- Honestly, it, it was kind of like a joke, but really that art date was, it was, the men probably talked each of them for about 15 to 20 minutes about what their art meant to them and their self portraits. Mm. And they were very deep. I think once one person went there, every single guy followed. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's the reason why I cried. Cause it was like, these guys were talking about like their upbringing, um, the struggles in their parents' marriages, like everything. And it was, it was a lot. I think it just all hit me then um, that, yeah, sure. We have cameras and everybody around, but, these guys are real and yeah. they're really mm-hmm. laying it out there. And like, even like, I understand it's kind of like a laughing thing. of like Ben getting naked, but it was, it was very raw and real that. in the moment yeah. of he was tr- like, he could have cried. Like it was just like, I'm really being here for you. And it was just like, I was, I was done. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to walk out really quick and go get some water. And I literally just, I didn't expect it. I just fell to the floor and I started crying. Wow. Um, 
And I think it just hit me in the moment, like I'm really looking for my person and these guys could really be it. Mm -hmm. So, but again, every conversation that I've had on the one-on-ones are also really deep. But it sounds like that was the moment you knew like this could be, I really could find the person here because these guys are also, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All well, right. Well, Lauren, that's uh, that, that is all the questions you can ask. Um, okay. So uh, we love you. We guys, love you. We're gonna set. Guys, wait, gonna, why, why is my Zoom going dark? You guys. <laughs> we're gonna we're send this like, over to Chris Harrison, and we're good. <laughs> um, seriously, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. It's such a treat to see all of you. Tell us where we can find your amazing fabulousness. Tell us, give us all the drops. Lauren, go. Gosh, thank you. Um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, and the app Cameo. I'm all at Lauren Zima. And then please check out Roses and Rosé if you don't watch already. It's my Bachelor Bachelorette review show. And it is on Entertainment Tonight's YouTube channel. And then I'm on Entertainment Tonight, uh, Monday through Friday. Check your local listings. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. That was so amazing. She's so great. We love Lauren here in Clickbait. <laughs> no, honestly, she gives me life. I don't know what it is about her. I just love, she's just so genuine, but also I love how animated she is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know. She She's a really good like interviewer and just like, I don't know. I just love her. I love that. Yeah, girl. I love, I love how she her. turned the table. She was like, I'm going to take she this opportunity, did. Tasha, and um, we going to get into some things. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say. Um, hold on a second. Hashtag, it's us. She's a Chicago woman. Always she's working. Funny. Always working. And she's very professional. You could tell. She's yeah. great mm-hmm. at her job. She, you know what? I always got to give props to Lauren Zima because when I got kicked off the first night on Roses and Rose, she made a big thing out of it. So after oh. that, I'm like, oh. And then I looked her up. I'm like, she's from Chicago. So you Lauren, can't hate on her. She's right, the I can best. Never hate on her. She's always gonna be my girl. So she's mm. great. But also, I just love that she's dating Chris. I, yeah. I don't know yeah. what it is about them too. I feel like they're just, I don't know. They're fun. It's so good. Together. Chris is such a good spirit. He's so, he's so funny. And also I just, I, I would love to just go to like, just, just be a fly on the wall at their dinner. Like, you know, <laughs> I just think they balance each other your out. Season, like, probably. Is, <laughs> could you imagine? Like, I wonder how I need to go sit at the dinner table and have a conversation with them. Exactly. <laughs> Godfather, what, Godfather and Godmother of the Bachelor Nation. Oh my gosh, it's so yeah. true. And Lauren Zima. It's so true. He's oh, so serious and she's so funny. I love them. Yes, it's been, it's been, she's great. We love her. And you guys, it is always, always so great to be here with you guys. We love hearing from every single person who messages us on social. Like, comment, DM, get at us, let us know what's up. You know where to find us, clickbait, BN, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. (laughs) And please, please share your stories with us. We want to know what stories you want us to get into because, hey, you're our listeners and we love you guys. Absolutely. And of course... Don't forget to subscribe. If there's anything that you do this week, just hit that little subscribe button because we really appreciate it. Um, You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening right now. 